Hi guys, you're with Donna and Cheryl from Now Is Your Time and on our podcast today we've got a guest who we met a little while ago, um, a lovely lady over in Ohio by the name of Ashley DeLuca um, and we're going to talk about some of the key events that's happened in Ashley's life and how it's shaped her into the beautiful young woman she is today and she's got some really key messages she wants to pay forward. So hi Ashley. Hey man, thanks so much for having me. I'm so pumped to be here. Oh, it's a pleasure. And we just have to tell you guys, because obviously we can see Ashley in Yukon, but she's wearing a boss babe cap. Yeah. So I'm really <laughs> boss babing it. So absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, it's a pleasure to meet you again, Ashley. And um, last time we met, you had Nicholas on your name, who's your baby, who we'll be hearing a little bit more about later, but he's with his daddy today, yeah? Yes, he is. Yep. <laughs> That's cool. So one of the first things we wanted to talk to you about was, I know when you were growing up, you, you, a little, um, a brother came along and that sort of really started changing. So could you just take us back to there and what happened, what was happening around that time for you, Ashley? Yeah, definitely. Um, so when my mother was expecting and we were so incredibly excited because I had two other sisters before. So mm -hmm. being like super young, I was like, oh my gosh, finally, I get a brother to play with. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember um, I was in school, I was in grade school, and um, I remember getting a call because we knew it was like super soon, we knew it was almost time. And I remember getting a call and walking down to the principal's office and they're like, hey, like congratulations, like you're now a big sister, but there's some issues. So your grandparents are coming to get you. So I remember being picked up by my grandparents right away um, from school and going directly to the hospital. And the first thing that I remember seeing of my little brother was him. He was so he was he was so tiny, and he was just laying on a like a small hospital bed, just covered and just everything, like all the wires, all the tubes and stuff. And instantly, like I was just instilled fear, like complete, absolute fear. And I knew that it wasn't gonna be what I thought. Like it wasn't gonna be like what my other two sisters were gonna be like whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And so it was really scary. And as time progressed on, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents. My mom and dad um, were constantly at a hospital about an hour away um, with my little brother. And so we would get to visit. I'd get to visit my parents and my brother, usually on the weekends outside of school. Mm -hmm. And I just remember feeling so incredibly confused and lonely and just like very overwhelmed because I didn't understand mm -hmm. and I knew again I knew things were going to be different but I just didn't know how they were going to be different mm -hmm. so as time fast forward as he grew older and as you know things got better for him and you know he started to develop more and all that good stuff I realized that again things were different and I started to get treated differently as well from my peers mm -hmm. because they all knew they're like, Oh, you have a brother with down syndrome. And I think a lot of it has to do with people not really understanding or really mm -hmm. knowing like how to react to people who have, you know, disabilities, but it was really difficult as a child because I just saw my brother for who he was and he was my brother and I loved him. I still love him like oodles amount. And so the biggest thing is, is like trying to find that fine line of being able to be accepted by people who don't understand your situation. Yeah. That was really hard. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And just going back to that time, so when, you, when you're so young and you're saying you're being treated almost differently, yeah. what does that mean? Like, what, how were people behaving around you? What did that look like? Anytime we would go out in public, it was always a bunch of stares. 
all the time. Like people just look at you. Um, and I was also in, I was in sports. So I did a lot of softball. So we were traveling and things like that. And it, it was just those kind of little comments that were made, you know, so, so what's actually wrong with your brother? Why does he do that? Why does he act that way? And, you know, trying to explain it in a way that you wouldn't be judged back where you're like, no, like he doesn't understand, like, or, you know, he's still in the progress of, you know, learning how to do that or, you know, cause there's obviously, you know, developmental yeah. um, issues as well that comes with that. So, you know, he doesn't act like a normal you know, 15 year old, he doesn't act like a normal nine year old, you know, yeah. there's a little bit of delight and that's just him progressing. And that's just how it was. You must've felt naturally quite, def I mean, because we were saying there's the same age gap between my sister and you and your brother mm -hmm. and, uh, and I'm the older sister and it's, you know, you're always very defensive of them. Yeah. Right. So that must, you must've wanted to you know, be straight in there, kind of sticking up for your little brother. Yeah, definitely. I remember one time being at a park and there were some kids that were hardcore picking on him, like hard, you know, and he, we were just all at the park and we were all playing. And I remember just going like, okay, you're going to have to stop. Like, this is just not how this is going to go. <laughs> you know, it's just not, it's not acceptable. And I really wish that there was more understanding mm -hmm. as opposed to more of that ignorance of being like, oh, we're just going to, you know, make fun of the unknown here. Yeah. Um, I can and I can resonate and we've chatted about this because my brother is he's profoundly deaf so he can't hear us speak and he has cerebral palsy so I can resonate with what you're saying and I think interestingly when you said back about feeling very lonely and isolated it's mm -hmm. almost because you don't understand I know when I was growing up I used to see that my brother got was loved more than me because he got all the attention and I didn't really understand all I just translated to me as oh they love him more than they love me because he gets more attention, attention so when you were saying you felt very alone you, you were your grandma's all the time like how what were you thinking mm. yeah I mean it was a, it, it was a lot of confusion you know I knew my parents were trying their best I knew it was really stressful and I matured really quickly after this, I matured very quickly above my peers because I was going through so much trying to like, you know, I still had two little sisters as well. And my one sister stayed with me with my grandparents. So it was a lot about, you know, like maturing and growing up and being like, hey, like it's going to be okay, you know. And a lot of the thoughts were just the simple fact of like, you know, it's it just being really scared because I didn't know. I didn't know what was going on. You know, they would use really big terms I didn't understand. Um, but it, it was really just about just trusting, you know, knowing that like it was it was gonna be okay in the end, you know. Yeah. I guess for me the like so I'm thinking with parents now, you're a parent, I'm a parent, you know. Yeah. If we're ever in the situation or for the people listening where this is them now, they've got they've got children and then they have another child that has different needs to those children. What mm -hmm. What, from your experience of being the sibling and kind of being old enough to know things were different, but not old enough to really know what to do about it or process it really probably, I guess. Yeah. What as parents, what do you think we could be doing to make sure that we're handling the situation as well as possible? Like what advice would you give from the younger siblings perspective, if that makes sense? Yeah, definitely. So I think the biggest thing is just, I mean, we obviously we know at the end of the day as being a sibling you know that you're doing what you know is best you know in that situation because my parents were completely caught off guard by all means and that's okay you know and they worked through it and they're still working through it and i love my parents to death but i think the biggest thing is just making sure you take that one-on-one -on -one time 
to be able to, you know, still and still like, Hey, like I still care about you. Like, even though this is all going on and that's what my parents tried to do by all means, you know, when they had the opportunity away from the hospital, you know, they gave us that one-on-one -on -one time to be like, how is school, you know, and still, you know, being a parent. And I think that's really important not to forget, you know, the still, you know, trying to make it as normal as possible. That's the biggest thing. And being honest, I guess, about what they're going through, but in words yeah. that we understand when we're little. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because I mean, again, it's it affects it affected me too. You know, by all means, and it's just the biggest thing of just keeping you know them informed and being able to like, yeah, your brother's doing really really good today. You know, and you know, just just making sure you put in the effort. You know, even if it's just a phone call. That it I mean, that made a big difference. It just changed the dynamics of the family, didn't it? Because all of a sudden you're not in the yeah. family. It just changes tough on kids, mm -hmm. isn't it? I mean, we're very resilient when we're little, but it's still confusing at the time. Yeah, exactly, definitely. Okay. Fab. As so as a as you've grown up, mm -hmm. then as a woman, how do you think it's changed? You having that experience of having a brother with needs that were very different to you and your other two siblings, two other sisters. Yeah, so it really opened my eyes up to a whole different world. Um, you know, before I wasn't really exposed, um, you know, to people who had different needs. So it was really, it, it was really a huge maturing situation um, as I went through life. And especially as I went through like middle school and high school, for me, you know, as I was, you know, getting made fun of in those stairs and, you know, getting that, you know, kind of rebellion against like, oh, you're different, you know, because you have that because they didn't understand. But I guess the biggest thing is, it's just, it was really just a big, huge thing of maturity, you know, and just opening my eyes to being able to see, you know, like, cause for him, the world is such a happy place. He's happy all the time. And yeah. so it's one of those things where, you know, it's taking a second and be like, oh, I should look at the world like Joey does. Or I should look yeah. at the world like Joshua does because, you know, like for them, it's just a happy place and it should be. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it, it's people look. People are looking at your brother and think he's different. But actually, yeah. <laughs> if we could all just grasp a little bit of well, what yeah. uh, of what they have in life. Well, it's when you get all it's the pity looks and stuff, isn't it? That's yeah. the bit that's probably really tough because you kind of want to say to people, you don't need to look at us like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And the biggest thing is, is that, you know, like, it, it's hard. Don't get me wrong. Like, I've seen my parents struggle and trying to figure out, like, what's best for him and things like that. But the biggest thing is, is that, you know, it's, it's part of the journey, you know, and it's just i mean even when my brother comes to visit he's just so happy he's so excited to come to ashley's house you know <laughs> you know like it's just that harder on your parents and on the support network than it yeah, is on joy because yeah. he awesome. in his yeah. world is, uh -huh. is great you yeah, know don't feel yeah. sorry for him he's great <laughs> right exactly yeah as long as he's got peanut butter in his life he's solid i'm <laughs> So you, so you moved out of your family home or your grandma's home and now you're with your husband and your son. So how did that transition happen? What happened there? Yeah, so essentially um, when I turned 20, um, I moved out of my parents' house and I moved to the capital of Ohio, which is Columbus. And from there, um, I went to university so that way I could, you know, go to college, do all that fun stuff. And then I met my husband. Mm -hmm. And so, and then from there, I ended up moving. Um, after we got married, we built a house, and then we moved into our house together. Oh, you built, you a built a house. And how old were you when you built a house? Um, we just moved in this past um, spring, so uh, I'm 23 now. So I was 22 oh. technically when we moved in. 
Built a house at the age of 22. That's incredible. Yes. Yeah. So Cheryl's daughter is um, 21 next month. Yeah. I don't think she'd know where to start with the building no. of a house. She's building up to buying She's a house buying next a house. year. <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell Holly to listen yeah. to this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think the biggest thing, I mean, it really relates back to my situation because I saved and saved and saved and saved. I, I was always a very hard worker and very determined and motivated um, because I had to be you know, in order, I had to take my own strides in life. I had to let my parents know what I wanted to do. And so, you know, it, it really does go back to like my childhood in regards to with my success, because I was trained to be determined and motivated and to yeah. take that extra step. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Totally hear you. And I think it's amazing what you're saying. But to play devil's advocate, not everybody comes out that way from yeah. that kind of experience. No. Some people turn to drink or drugs or just feeling sorry for themselves yeah. or in a, you know, yeah. desperate relationships because they're looking yeah. for some sort of external validation that they were good enough. And, yeah. and there's no judgment on that, but yeah. I, I think you're kind of saying in an almost flippant way, well, I had to, and I had to grow up, but you, you did it, but you did it in a really beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Also way that you kind of, you've felt no resentment. You only feel love for your family. You really see what your brother's gone through. Yeah. And like you said, it made you, you come across as so much more, mature than your yeah, years absolutely. um which again like i know you're saying stamp your upbringing but there's clearly something in there and your parents have obviously done an absolutely fantastic job and your grandparents of yeah. helping you transition you through track. all those yeah. turbulent times as a kid so mm-hmm. you know give yourself a bit of a pat on the back ashley yeah, i don't think it was probably <laughs> as easy as you're making it sound at no. times well so. i think probably to you it is but to other people yeah who are listening to your story but this will come down with your outlook which we'll move yeah. on to talk about yeah. so yeah, so what, what, when, did, when did Nicholas come along and talk us through mm. your story around um, your very, 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 very short maternity break? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one in history. Yeah, probably. Oh, my. It was only two days, technically. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, I was still wiping sweat off my head after two days of having yeah. Caleb. Still so. trying to walk. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like being knocked down by yeah. the but maybe that's because I was like 20 years on you when I did it. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the biggest thing is, is that I give all the credit because I'm sure many, many years from now, he might stumble upon this episode. He was a really good baby by all means. <laughs> he was very sweet. Um, still is very sweet. And I mean, he does his own thing for the most part. I mean, he usually is just, unless he needs something, he's just hanging out with me. So it works out really well. Um, but I know when I first became pregnant, I had the idea already and I was working through the process of owning a business and trying to figure it out along with working my nine to five. Um, and at my nine to five, I was working 10 hour days, making a three hour commute. And it was really, really difficult. And I was like, holy guacamole, like this is way too much. (laughs) And as I got bigger and bigger and I got more hungry and just, you know, all the things that come with pregnancy, I was like, this just isn't going to do. Like I, and I knew that at the end of the day, I wanted my son to be home with me, um, mainly because I wanted to experience all the things in life with him. You know, I wanted to hear him say his first words, you know, be able to learn how to crawl, walk, all that good stuff. And I think it's really important as well. You know, if you have that opportunity to be with your child, you know, you should be, you know, if that's what, you know, your life wants and that's what you want to do. But it was a really big revelation for me um, when I became pregnant because I knew it was go time. I knew it was time that I had to do it. And that's why um, I I left my nine to five um, in June. I had him in September and um, 
the biggest thing is, is I, I, I immediately was like, all right, okay, we had the baby. Let's go back to work. <laughs> Mainly because I, I'm just so motivated and driven. And I knew that just sitting around or trying to, you know, I, I just have to have something to occupy my mind by all mm-hmm. means. I mean, that's just the way I am. After mm-hmm. two days, two days, people. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get my head around. Yeah. I was still learning how to put the nappies on yeah. after two days. Yeah. I was useless. <laughs> no, I mean, I had my mom here with me um, for a couple of days after, which was really helpful. She really helped me transition into, you know, motherhood because this is my first. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it was just a lot about just working through it. You know, I didn't get, it was just mainly working through the, between the margins of things. So when he was napping, I was working um, and just really just trying to put in that effort when I could. So what was it in this business then that just makes you so excited? And when had this conversation in the cafe with your friend happened? Because where, where, where did that all occur? Yeah, so that was my very first experience with my business. Um, and that happened about two years ago. And what ended up happening is we, we just met up for our normal coffee date. And we were sitting there talking about like what we wanted in life, um, where we wanted to go, and what we were really, truly passionate about. You know, we were in a corporate career that we thought was going to satisfy us, that was going to take us down the road that we were wanting to and ultimately fulfill us. Mm. And we were kind of looking at the long-term path and we saw it wasn't going to be the case whatsoever. And so as we were sitting there, we were just reflecting on our strengths, on our weaknesses. You know, what is our personality type even? You know, what does that look like for us? And as we went through the process, I realized I was like, you know what? I'm really passionate about web design. I'm really passionate about digital marketing. Maybe that's what I should do. You know, like if I'm not passionate doing it for, you know, like a big corporate company, but I'm passionate about helping other people do that as well, like the small businesses. Uh Uh-huh. And so we, I, I went ahead and I, I had my laptop there with us because we were looking up stuff on the internet and all, you know, reflecting. And I went ahead and bought the domain name for the company that I was going to start um, at the time that very day. And that's where I kind of started working through that process of, I, you know, I just jumped in. I didn't have a day to think about it. I didn't, you know, ponder. I was like, you know what? We're going to do it. Here's what I'm going to name it. And that we, I just went with it. <laughs> what did you go with? Um, so my first company's name was Blank Slate or Blank Slate Media Consulting. Uh huh. And, and that, then, that, that was the first company. We're twenty three here, people. Like that was the first yeah. company. That was the first one. Yeah. And then from there, I actually transitioned into just branding myself. So everything is found underneath my name, Ashley K. Deluca. Uh, okay. Oh, well, that makes it easy to find you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, most people were like, wait a second, you're, you know, understanding because the way my business, it's me. So it would just didn't make any sense for me to be underneath an actual business name when like you're working with me, you're talking about me, you know, all that good stuff. So it just made more you're sense. The brand, yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Most just when you talk about your job, it's like when you talk about your baby, your face lights up. Like it's not really a job. <laughs> it's like you're the baby. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it really fulfills me at the end of the day. Like, it just makes me so incredibly happy to get those emails back. They're like, thank you so much. Or, you know, like I didn't understand, but now I do. And just helping people find that understanding, helping people find that, you know, they can utilize digital marketing for their business and it does not have to be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It, it really lights me up. It really, really does. Fabulous. Amazing. I mean, it? yeah. I feel like you've had about five lives uh-huh, and yeah. you're only 23. Yeah. Like, what's going to happen when we come back and talk to you in 10 years? Like, uh-huh. what would have happened by then? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I have plans. Um, you know, I'm in the process of writing a book. So I'm really excited okay. about that. 
Um, I'm looking into booking speaking events next year, so I'm really excited about that too. Um, that's the main thing going on, but we'll see. I'm really excited. Watching this space, Ashley Deluca. So for your book, then, what's the? What, do you know yet what your book's going to be about? Have you got a really clear vision? Yeah, definitely. Oh, um, yeah, so. silly question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, my book is it's called Lotus on Fire. Mm -hmm. And essentially what it's about is going from being an entrepreneur from the mud. So basically going from the mud of your life, whatever that is, and turning into a rising entrepreneur and basically kind of that thought process um, and the things that I did to be able to work from my foundation, from my past, to be able to turn into the person I am today. Mm -hmm. oh, using love your life, less, life experiences is your life lesson exactly yeah because I mean everyone's story is different and I think the most important part about that is building off of the foundation that you already have and building off of the skills you already have as well too yeah Absolutely. but I love that even it you know not in a patronizing way but a lot of people are like our age older when they really connect with what their purpose is and the yeah. stuff that lights them up from the inside and it's so amazing that you've already and there will be a journey and it'll change yeah. but you already know yeah. what you love doing yeah. and you've been kind of really brave yeah. and gone out on a limb to set up your own business yeah. and just make yeah. it happen yeah. because around your values of wanting to be there with your child with Nicholas from, yeah. from you know and, and from having such a great upbringing clearly it's um yeah. not been easy but it's been incredibly yeah. rewarding because yeah yeah look at, look at what we've got sat in front exactly, of us so yeah. so if you were summing up your life lessons then for the people listening to this podcast today what would you want what messages would you want them to take away from this yeah so I definitely believe that you are in control of your life and how that turns out I see so many people just trying to throw a pity party for themselves you know because they didn't have the right upbringing they didn't have the right this or that and I honestly truly believe that it's all about you like you have to take responsibility you have to take action for your life and you know I, I'm a really big fan of Rachel Hollis and one thing that she says is not not tomorrow not Monday not next month not the new year today yeah. Take massive action today. And I firmly believe that's taken a huge toll in regards to with my success is because mm -hmm. I've always just done the thing. You know, mm -hmm. it's scary. Sometimes it's painful. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. But the biggest thing is, is you have to take action now. You know, that's the biggest thing. You know, don't wait for that. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah. And I think also, too, what comes along with that is you have to have that very clear vision because I believe that you can manifest what you want in your life as well, too. You know, it may not come today or tomorrow, but as you clearly have a full set on goal, that's what's going to drive you. That's what's going to make those late nights go by for you. I spent so many late nights building my business because I firmly believe that it's easier to stay up than to live a life full of regret, not knowing that I'm not going towards my goals to reach them. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't have anything else to add to that. No. Nope. <laughs> and that, it. that never happens yeah well thank you so much thank Ashley you. it's been a pleasure to hear more about your story Jen everyone's going to love listening to the podcast so yeah. thank you for sharing and being so open with us about yeah. everything you've gone through and sharing your life lessons thank you thank you thank you